0: Yeah, when I grew up, like w- with the ponies and stuff, I didn't have an arena, right? So um, I would just ride and, you know, you just ride um, in fields and stuff like that. And there was a rugby pitch actually on the, on Minchin House Common where I do, um, I would do my dressage on the rugby pitch, which I'm not sure they love.
1: Welcome to the Major League Eventing Podcast, the show for eventing fans, by eventing fans.
2: And as usual, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Cowboy Magic, Karen. Oh, the best. The best. We love Cowboy Magic. Uh, this week, Karen, what are we highlighting, Karen?
1: We are highlighting the Rosewater Shampoo.
2: The Rosewater Shampoo. Yes. Fantastic stuff.
1: And we used it uh, on our little Stanley
2: today. We used it on our little Stanley just today. Just today, and he is shining. He like is shiny. Diamond. Let me tell you, his <laughs> blacks are super black and shiny. His whites are super white and vibrant, and they just pop. It's amazing. He had a little bit of stains from his collar and his little thing, and it took it right out. It's amazing. Yes. So, tell us more about it, Karen.
1: So, it gently dissolves dirt and clean hair. It works instantly. It creates a shine. It only takes a small amount and it's easy to rinse. And people can use it too.
2: Yeah, well, it smells fantastic. I was sitting there bathing old stand in the up and I couldn't, like, <laughs> I was like, I'm sniffing away, boy. He came up, he, he loves getting in my face. He smelled fantastic. It wasn't all that unpleasurable this time. Yeah, he
1: smelled like roses.
2: He smelled like roses for <laughs> sure. So, uh, it's allergy tested. Yes, dermatologist it. reviewed. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. You know, it didn't leave my hands all nasty. Like I say, Stan, looked fantastic. He loved it. Of course, I don't think he cares so much about smelling like a rose. <laughs> no,
1: I don't think so. I love it. You know, so
2: when someone says, Hey, you don't smell like a rose. You can say, aha. Aha. Oh, contraire. I do smell like a rose. So, uh, That's the Cowboy Magic Rosewater Shampoo and Conditioner. The shampoo does a fantastic job. Super, super great. Uh, It doesn't leave anything greasy. but just feels light and fluffy and soft. And that's what you want in your horse's coat, mane, and tail. So thank you so much. Cowboy Magic, get out there. Try that Rosewater Shampoo and Conditioner. Triple Crown Feed. Oh, yeah. Triple Crown. Big fans of Triple Crown Feed. Um, they have s- uh, t- tons of, of great products out there, mm-hmm. premium stuff. Um, Karen, what do you got to say over there?
1: So Triple Crown has formulas that are tailored to your horse's unique needs and help support immunity and gut health. Find your local Triple Crown feed dealer by going to TripleCrownFree.com.
2: Triplecrownfeed.com. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. I, Triple it is. Crown it is. They have a great feed locator. They have yes. a great feed comparison tool on their website i encourage everyone to get over there check out triple crown feeds website check out the different products check out what makes them so special and give them a shot right oh yeah support the people to support the show
1: equilume is the world leader in the research and development of lighting solutions that maximize the horse's health performance and overall well-being scientifically developed Equilume lighting products support the horse's body clock, positively influencing mood and behavior while helping to maintain muscle tone, strengthen immunity, and ensure a sleek and shiny coat. Congratulations to Equilume riders Liz Haldy Sharp and Philip Dutton, who have both been selected for the U.S. Olympic eventing team. This is Liz's first Olympics and Philip's seventh, both amazing achievements. Philip explains
2: We are big fans of Equilume products. I feel my horses now relax better,
1: focus more on their work, plus they are healthier and happier overall. RnJ Equine Kinetics is a full-service conditioning, training, and rehabilitation center providing a unique program tailored to each individual horse's needs.
2: Yeah, some of the services they provide—they have a water treadmill, a cold saltwater spa, a vibrating floor, equine massage, vet-administered Class Four laser treatments. They provide educational tours, individualized feeding programs for your horse, around-the-clock attention. They also offer trailer-in services, equine transportation, and a limousine service.
1: And some of the examples for the use of their equipment are for horses experiencing poor performance, lameness, and gait abnormalities. Horses needing to improve fitness and strength before competition season. A way to balance asymmetries and rebuild muscle after atrophy, and returning to training after surgery, trauma, or injury, or prehabilitation.
2: Learn more about RJ Equine Kinetics at RJ Equine on Facebook and EQKNETX.com. That's EQKNETX.com or RJ Equine. Taylor Harris Insurance Services, there for all equestrians amateur and the professional for all types and all breeds no matter what discipline or level taylor harris is committed to excellence in serving you and protecting the horses you love taylor harris insurance services your worldwide equine insurance specialists i'm karen and i'm rob karen very excited for today's Major League of Any podcast guest.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah,
2: so today we welcome five-star eventer James Alliston. James, welcome to welcome. the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. This is super cool. Um, we have a lot to talk about with James. Yes, Karen. we do. So we even have some stuff to talk about with James that he probably has no idea. We're have some. we going to have some stumpers for him yeah, here. Yeah, so. we do. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous, James. Um, we. I apologize to you, James, in advance and anyone listening We all of a sudden, about five minutes ago, a monsoon moved in, so hopefully people don't hear that in the background, and hopefully we don't have any power glitches or anything. We're running on battery power now, and hopefully everything sustains. So, uh, James, thank you for putting up with us for this. And uh, we always like to ask, before we get started, it's pouring rain here in Fairhill, Maryland, but where are you coming to us from?
0: I'm in... um uh, east bay california so, uh, near san francisco just east of san francisco and uh obviously with the time difference it's a bit earlier here and it's uh really nice today actually beautiful
2: sun, sunshine nice yeah i appreciate that i have some family that lives out in the bay area yeah, that's right. they love it they don't ever want to move back <laughs> so and we really do appreciate we know this is early for you um the way the time kind of zones work out so we we appreciate you you're taking that time with us so Thanks again.
0: Not at all. Not at all. Thanks for having me.
1: So, James, can you take us back and tell us how you got your start in riding and then into eventing?
0: Yeah. um, So, my mom, really, um, she's big into the horse riding. She had a pony as a kid, and she's pretty keen uh, and, and, you know, just wasn't able to do do any competitions or anything like that, or ride later in life. But she definitely was always sort of a horse mad kid. So then we moved to um, a house where next door they had a pony when I think my brother and I were probably four and five, probably. And they said, you know, if, if uh, to my mum, if your boys want to ride the pony, uh, have at it. So uh, mum sort of had us on the lunch line and, and uh, taught us how to ride and and then um i really liked it and my brother did it a little bit too but i sort of really really liked it and then sort of got some other ponies round and around about sort of the area we were lucky with with sort of um people letting us ride their old ponies and stuff like that and and just sort of did more and more and then uh did, did the whole pony club thing Minchin Hanson pony club in gloucestershire was with, with uh was my pony club, and we did that, and yeah, got into the eventing, I guess, through that, really, and uh, yeah, and it's it, it's a really horsey area actually where I'm from, Mitcham Hampton. It's uh, Gatcombe Horse Trials is in the same okay. village, so it's uh, that's quite a big one in England. It's not like a it's not a long format, but they have they have sort of a lot of horse trials there through the year, and they have kind of a. a Big one in the summer, which was always fun to go and watch. And badminton actually is twenty minutes away as well, so that's um, you know a little bit less local, but still pretty near to where where we grew up. Oh
2: wow, wow! that would definitely get you into any <laughs> right. all that around there.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, it was cool, right? Like because we did um, we did something called score collecting in pony club, where you ride your ponies around and pick up the um, score sheets from the fence judges. That's how they recorded how people went you know the the clears and the 20 penalties or whatever that we on ponies went and picked them up so you'd ride around while people were doing their cross country so it was really cool actually to watch um the high level action sort of whilst you know cruising around on on ponies as little kids
2: do they still do it that way with the pony clubbers on ponies i don't know i don't
0: know but i uh Certainly at Gatcombe, all those, those horse trials, um Hanson Pony Club were in charge of doing the score, collecting the kids on the ponies. That'd be really um, cool. So I used to, used to like, yeah.
2: What a, what a benefit to join Pony Club. Just to be able to ride your pony during an event and cruise around. That'd be, I, wonder,
0: yeah. I wonder if that would be legal. Yeah, yeah, for, like, yeah. I remember, yeah all, the, all the courses had like gallop lanes because they're across fields and stuff. So just sort of as people came by, I remember sort of, Running my pony, try and keep up, you know. <laughs> 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 Obviously, kids, they're going faster, but um, you know, you try and try and keep up with them as they went by. <laughs>
2: that's really cool. I like oh, the lobby for that in America. Uh,
1: Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, but I don't know. You don't know if you trust I, the I, kids out I, there? I, I could oh. see wild ponies getting <laughs> loose. And
2: <laughs> You ever have a wild pony get loose? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just sort of back in the day when health and safety probably wasn't quite as. Trick, right, so you, yeah. You could kind of that sort of stuff. I don't
2: know. I don't know. I don't know. So you say, <laughs> in California, I don't that would fly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so now you uh, how did that transition into becoming like a serious eventer?
0: Um, well, uh, um is also um, Mark Phillips. Kind of has his farm on the outskirts. Uh, of that village too, right by Gatcombe. So all the Americans would come over and, um, cause he was the coach when I was growing up, so he, all the Americans would come over and train. Uh, so there'd be a lot of American sort of event riders, um, you know, in, in the village is quite small so, uh, around the area. And then somehow I think I had a friend who the, the American riders were using her horse box to, to, trailer to the gallops or maybe she was driving them they hired her to drive them to the gallops or something like that and um i think they you know she said Do you want to come along and you know you probably ride one of their horses up the gallops um and it was amy tryon's horses actually she she had a bunch of horses so i rode one of them up the gallops for her just so you know i, I she could get it done quicker um and all of that and then this was in high school and then and then um so I sort of had that American connection and I was like all right well I'll I'll take a gap year before university and I want to ride but I don't really you know most people who go sort of if they want to travel and ride you go to Germany or France or whatever from England but I didn't speak a language well enough honestly Mm so I did French in school but not well enough to to go there and ride then and I wanted to travel and ride so I was like well America seems like a great place to go. And everyone wants to go to America too. So, um, I sort of arranged this trip to go with different riders that I knew from them being based in Mitch Hampton doing a few weeks at each one. And then, um, my friend actually who had the Julia Bennett's in it. She's, um, um, she said, well, don't do that. Just go to Bruce Davidson's, you know, and I obviously heard of him cause he was a world number one, um, you know, American rider, big, and it, I think you'd spent a lot of time in England and you won badminton, and he was, a, you know, of the biggest, one of the biggest American names I, riders I knew. So I was like, well, that'd be amazing. But, you know, how do you go about doing that? And she said, I'll just phone him up. So she gave me his number, I phoned him up and he said, yeah, yeah, just come on, <laughs> come on over. So I did. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was how, how I got, um, to america and i I did a gap year there and i loved it and um i wasn't planning on spending the whole time there i was just going to start there and then maybe move around and whatever but i just really liked it and spent the whole year there and then came back to university in england But i went every every holiday i had basically i came back to america um bruce's and and kept sort of working away and training and i just really really liked it and then i graduated and worked for him there As well,
2: wow! Um, You went to Oxford, right? um,
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow, prestigious!
2: That's awesome. Yeah,
0: wow, yeah. My my brother was a top student there, really. So I got—I was sort of got in off the back of him, really. It was not (laughs) through merit of my, but um, I think they regretted it instantly (laughs) when when they saw the quality of my work.
2: Hey, whatever, whatever, by any means necessary. You got in and you passed. You got through.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got through just about.
2: <laughs> so then, so then you came back to the states. You were with Bruce for a long time, right?
0: Yeah, well, it was on and off, right? Because I did a gap year there, and then it was every holiday. I was in school in university for three years, and then I graduated, and probably I think another two years there. So it was on and on and off. It was sort of probably six years or so, but it wasn't sort of the the three years while I was at university was not full time. It was just in, in the holidays I would come over. Gotcha. Um
2: yeah, but it was no, it was
0: I you know, I loved it. It was awesome. It was, you know, it was great. It was kind of a cool place to go because you know, day one I was there, I was riding, which I wasn't expecting to go anywhere and ride, right? Like I, I was expecting to go there, muck out, room and um you know, maybe hack a horse or whatever. But day one, I remember I was jumping around on horses and I was like, this is amazing.
2: I love it. (laughs) We know one of the horses that he rode at Bruce's. Yes, we do. Why don't you tell that story? James has no idea this is coming. Yeah, you have no idea. So
1: I, I forget what year it was, but you were, you were working for Bruce and I was taking lessons and, uh, I was having an issue with my horse. So Bruce had my son, uh, Robbie, run up to the barn. And I think Tim Burke was also working there and grab one one of you guys to come down and hop on my horse. And you got on. And Bruce said, You know, had me sit in his uh, golf cart and said, I just want you to watch and enjoy. And you rode my horse around.
2: (laughs) Better than she did. I know, better than me. Oh, that's
1: cool. That's cool. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it
0: was a great opportunity when you're young like that just to get so much experience because obviously uh, at bruce's is so much he has so many horses of his own and then there's a lot of traffic coming in with people coming for lessons the whole time so i think as, as far as improving your knowledge in a quick amount of time i'd say it was an amazing place to go right just because you just see so much
1: yeah. yeah
2: really really cool yeah i remember karen coming home that day and She was like, "Yeah, James Alliston rode my horse." (laughs) Uh, I bet. uh, I bet that was probably the top thing on your list was the uh, hop on Karen's little off the track thoroughbred, that was giving her problems. You probably saw this thing rearing up and giving her a hard time. Probably like, "Oh, geez, Bruce is going to kill (laughs) you." But thanks for that. He he got schooled up really good, right? He did good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so now uh, continuing on like when you graduated school did you come straight back to the states to work for Bruce or how what, how did that all go yeah
0: yeah yeah like it's I, I, I mean as soon as I finished my last exams really I, I was I was um, I had horses in England actually I sort of I, I, I sort of um, what I would do is I, I would ride them um, during the, the school yeah I would I was I was working at um uh Caroline Gordon's uh has a yard really close to Oxford. Um so I'd have the horses there and I'd work for her and and um ride I had two horses and, and show them a little bit in, in England as well. And then so I sold them. Um and then yeah, um moved moved back to America. I, yeah, I don't know. I just really I just felt felt that um I know it's a strange way to go coming from england to america most people sort of go the other way but um i just thought it was just a really good opportunity i had there where um i was able just to ride a lot and and um uh just get so much experience and obviously with the with the former world number one and all of that you know there's no you know you you just learn so much and and in england uh yeah the I, I rode with really good people in England and um, all of that, but it, it was just a fantastic opportunity that I just wanted to take. I felt like I worked my way in there, and I just wanted to take advantage of all the opportunities I had there, really. Yeah,
2: yeah for sure. How did that, um, coming from England, now Bruce's Farms Chesterlin? how did that... How did that ground from Chesterland and Chester County, Pennsylvania? How did that stack up to like? I mean, because it's a lot of rolling hills and it's it's beautiful country there. Bruce has a, a amazing place. How did that stack up to like the, your, your English like countryside ride? And Was it similar or or much different? I've never been to England, so I'm just kind of curious.
0: Um. Yeah, well 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 Bruce's place is, is unbelievably beautiful, isn't it? it? it's such an amazing facility with the cross country and then the, the, the hacking and the rolling hills, like you say, and plantations. Um the event right there, like I think that's an unusually beautiful place, part of the world for eventing, right? So um England, I, uh yeah, I mean, there's a lot of riding like around farmers' fields. I remember that, right? Like like a lot of it is just where I would ride is sort of farmland. And um, so you'd ride around the edges of fields. They'd leave sort of a verge for, for horses. All the farmers would kind of do that. So um, you just, all your hacking and stuff was going around sort of the edges of fields. And um, you ride on the roads a lot, actually, which is a big difference to America, I would say. Like with, you know... Um, I think the cars and everything understand that they're going to see horses on the road. So they sort of slow down, don't hit you. Whereas here, um, I think people don't see horses on the roads as much. So right. it's kind of, you know, they don't necessarily slow down or anything mm-hmm. like that. Um, uh, yeah, but no, I, I would say like Chester County or, or um, where Bruce is at, it's sort of got like kind of an English Feel to it in a weird way because there's the the hunt over the road, and um, I think like there was an English pub as well. Like oh, yeah, the yeah. whip. And stuff. Yeah, the whip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the whip. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, so it sort of had kind of an Englishy feel, and I remember like a lot of the people sort of dressed like in kind of like tweed caps and stuff <laughs> like that. You know? yeah. like, like kind of like 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 uh, English country folk i guess so right. it sort of was like i uh it sort of had an english thing going anyway that part of the world in in america i would say um uh yeah but um uh, yeah when i grew up like w- with the ponies and stuff i didn't have an arena right so um i would just ride and you know you just ride um in fields and stuff like that. And there was a rugby pitch actually on the, on Minchin Common where I do, um, I do my dressage on the rugby pitch, which I'm not sure they love. It, <laughs> sort of like it was like a, you know, it's a, a local common land uh, rugby pitch. So it's not fancy or rolled or anything, but um, it's still, yeah, you, I, I still probably shouldn't have been riding a horse on it or a pony on it. But that's where I do practice my dressage still. So someone came and shouted at me to get off.
2: <laughs> That's funny. That's awesome. So now when you came back, did you, uh, like, how, how did the transition go from working for Bruce to going on your own and, and how did you settle out in California?
0: Um, I, I stopped, um, working for Bruce and I had, I had two or three horses at the time. Bruce was super cool about letting you, um, you know, I bought some horses, um, while I was working for him, he was super um, uh, cool about you know letting you you know develop your own horses as well as ride his and I, I sort of bought and sold a, a couple while I was working for him you know make a bit of money on the side too so he was really cool about allowing that to happen but i had I had my own horses which were which I liked they were nice and then um I stopped working for him, and then I wasn't really sure what I was going to do. I know my mum wanted me to come back to England, and and um, but I had these horses. Parker, who, who was um, an, uh, a really good horse for me, he was one of them. So I knew, I knew the horse was really nice. Um, and it, you know, it, it, I don't think I would have got a lot of money at that time from him if I'd sold him. So I, I felt like, oh, I want to kind of keep going here. I think we're, we're, we're to something with this horse. And then, um, and I, I just liked it in America too. Like I had friends here and, um, I just liked the, the sort of eventing circuit here is sort of, yeah, you make a lot of friends and all of that. Whereas in England, it's sort of one day you're, you're in and out in an hour and I didn't really have that sort of attachment to it like mm-hmm. I did to America. So I, I, I wanted to sort of stay here, but I did sort of look into things in England for, a little bit you know um just to see what was what was going on but um i actually went to will coleman for a couple of months but i had a um a really good friend that was um really good friends with will and i knew Will a little bit and he was really really kind to sort of let me um just you know work a little bit for him and and look after you know look after my horses there for for a few months while i got settled and uh, uh, and figure out what I was doing and then I, uh, while I was there, I was really enjoying it, learning a lot from him. He's, he's amazing obviously and um, I got a call from uh, a Californian uh, guy and he said um, I've, my brother, yeah, it was, it was Johnny Moore was his name and his brother uh, has an equestrian center in California and um, and he needs a trainer. And I was like, well, I'm not really a trainer. I've been riding horses, but I've not taught a lesson in my life. Um, so I'm probably not the man for the job. And then um, <laughs> and then Chuck is his brother, Chuck Moore, and Peggy Moore is his wife. Then Chuck phoned me and said, uh, you know, uh, just come out. Come out and see. And, you know, um, <laughs> and whatever. So he flew me out, flew me out. And uh Super nice, really, really nice people. they're great friends of of um, my wife and I to this day we have dinner with them and hang out with them and um yeah, I just you know it was the Bay area i knew nothing about California really, but beautiful area, beautiful facility um and uh yeah, so I was like all right I'll, I'll uh I had a Californian girlfriend actually at the time who was moving back to California to go to vet school, so um it also made sense from from that point of view too so that yeah so then i just moved to california
2: wow were you already already riding five stars by then
0: no um i had i had parker was doing uh the old two stars so so new three stars and then um um what else i think i had um my Girlfriend at the time, um, uh, India McAvoy, she had Jumbo's Jake. So when she went to vet school, I hadn't ridden him yet, but when she went to vet school and I was in California, I started riding him. Um, okay. so those, those were sort of my two, two horses at the time. Um, yeah, so, so no, it was really cool. They sort of took a chance, Chuck, Chuck and Peggy Moore, they sort of took a chance on me because obviously I was, um, you know, young and enthusiastic and all of that, but, uh, um, I hadn't really done too much um other than work for someone very good. Yeah, that was that was really sort of my resume at the time. So it was kind of cool. And and uh yeah, we had some had some some good fun there. How
2: about that? Now is that where you're at still today or have you moved on?
0: No, no. Um so I was there for um uh I was there for probably three or four years and then um sort of got a feel for california and that, and then i had some i had Tivoli. we bought um Chuck and Peggy and myself we bought him together, and so i think uh, him Joevo Jake and Parker were five star horses then so but so I'd done a bit more and and um and then um decided to sort of do do my own thing with my with my wife um uh we weren't married at the time then but we wanted to do something together, um, a business together. So then we, we're basically really, really near same area. We just have our own, um, facility where well, it's not ours, but we, we work out of our own facility, uh, that we, that we lease
2: now. And, um, yeah, same area. Though. Very cool. Hmm. Yeah. A lot different than Chester County, Pennsylvania. <laughs>
1: quite very sure. different. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Now the, and, uh, how, now with, you know that takes us up to today what's what's the current business like what do you do there today uh you share that
0: um yeah so we have uh we have like uh, a pony riding school that's sort of um um we have sort of uh, four or five uh well three ponies and then one a couple of horses that we don't use as much, but we have, have sort of uh, yeah a little riding school going. When we have um, three older students of of ours that that um, they teach the riding school, so that's sort of our kind of um, constant, I guess, stream of income. So when we go to shows, that keeps going, and um, 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 there's still checks coming in even when we're away, and then and then we have um, students. Uh, who are here with us with their horses and then we go to the shows with them and we take them, we trailer them to the shows and, and, um, you know, in California the shows are sort of you're away for three or four days, right? So it's not like, Mm -hmm. they're not one day events. You you go for, you like leave on Wednesday and then Thursday you practice there and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday you show. So we go to all the shows with them and teach them through the week um, when we're at home. And then uh, I have sort of a, a few nice owners that uh, own horses um for me and enjoy coming and watching them and hopefully um, see what they can do, hopefully you know go go through the levels and do something cool and then um and then we have sort of um you know our competition horses that we own, and you know we buy and sell a little bit and um, do that sort of stuff as well and um we have, we had a stallion too. So we did a bit of the breeding stuff too. Um, so, bit yeah, bit of everything. I'm sure like, a, like a lot of people trying to make it work in the sport, right. You're trying to try and try and do a bit of everything to, to see what, you know, the formula that's going to, um, allow you to do it without, um, going broke, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: There's, there's the key. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. How about that? The, um, i like the idea tell us about the pony school a little bit like is this something where you have these handful of ponies and kids just come in and they ride these kind of school horses is that or are they leasing these yeah. ponies or uh
0: with, with a bit of everything but the um um sort of our, our three main ponies who are awesome daylight solar and rockstar They yeah the kids just come in and um after school or on weekends all, all, all day through the weekend and and um, learn how to ride and we start really uh really young. we have uh, tiny tiny little kids, probably uh, probably four or five year olds you know Aww. just bopping around on the lunch line and you know being led around the trails, going for trail rides and right now, actually we have a pony camp going um so we have a bunch of bunch of kids around um having a a week here where they learn learn about um
2: riding the ponies looking after the ponies and that sort of stuff so it's pretty cool yeah i love i love you know whenever a rider has a riding school of some sort you know like where they have less horses and ponies i always like to make sure we we talk about that because there's just not enough of them out there and and there's definitely not enough being ran by four or five star riders you know, like that where, you know, imagine that you get a, a start. And I've said this before on the show, you get a start at a, as a four or five year old or six, seven, 10 year old, even. And, you know, you're in a quality program like that and really getting correct instruction so early on. I mean, that, that, um, that's amazing mm-hmm. to get that good fine tuned coaching, right? Right. And
1: important too. Yeah.
2: So, so important and the horsemanship. That's so fantastic. Thank you for doing that. Cause that's, uh, that's amazing. Uh, we need more of that in the country.
0: You know, it's, that's my wife, really, Helen. She's she's sort of really in charge of all of that, and um, really, we're lucky with the. It's it's all about the um, the ponies first, first and foremost. They're amazing, but also the instructors we have, who are our older students. They're they're awesome, right? Because it's um, a, a, yeah, that's the absolute key, right? You need good ponies, good instructors. Because if one of those isn't isn't good. It's not going to work.
2: Right. Um, well, and exactly. So. Those older instructors, you know, they're 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 your older students, and they've been taught by you, and it's good to also, I believe that you learn a lot through teaching too. You it reinforces what you know as when oh, you, you teach. Definitely, yeah. So. Yeah, I definitely found that when I started, right? Because I was like, oh, I don't
0: know, you know, I'm not, I've not taught any lessons when I when I first came to California, but. um, it definitely makes you think about what you're doing, right? Cause I think sometimes when you're just riding all day, you know, you just, um, you just doing it and and, and yeah. And, and you sort of, I think, you know what you're doing and everything, but you're not, you're not thinking through necessarily so you could explain it to someone. So I think when you have to explain it to somebody, you definitely are more aware of, um, why you're doing things and, and thinking about it, which is good.
2: Right. Yeah. 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 What do you think uh, the, the, I I like to ask these questions because we don't get too many people from other countries on, but I like to ask the differences. Like, do you see much of a difference in the American system or do do you, do you, do you do things a little bit more British there or is there such a thing anymore or is everything just kind of all one system now? Um, I think,
0: um, I I sort of just take, take little bits from everywhere I've been that I like, right. And sort of blend, blend it all together. I try. So I really like, You know, in California, it's difficult because, you know, in England, everything's sort of the horses are turned out, that's big, and and there's lots of room and they graze on grass and it's sort of quite a natural way to be. And then it's just not possible to do that really here, right? Because, you know, the climate means there's no grass, there's not a lot of land where we are in the Bay Area, um, which is good for a riding school because there's a lot of people that want to take lessons, but not necessarily great for you know bringing young horses up you know because there's no, no grass fields so it's um it, it's a little bit you have to sort of do do what the the environment and and uh, where you're at the facility you're at enables right so um uh, yeah you know sort of limited a little bit like that and for fitness too you have to you know you're you're limited by your facility right in an ideal world obviously um you know you, you do lots of hacking on the rolling hills of Chester County, but we don't really have that here, so you have to sort of adapt adapt what you're doing, and figure out how's it how's it going to work at your facility so um but yeah, no i mean I, I I really like hacking out um I think that's the English thing, isn't it you know I think I don't know if it's an American thing or whatever but or maybe the way the sport's gone, but you know there's a lot of Arena work and all of that, um, which I think sometimes, um, you know, um, it's nice for the horses to to have a have a nice time and go on a trail and stay fresh and and not always just go in the ring and get drilled in the arena. So that's probably the English upbringing in me that that likes to go hacking out out in the countryside or whatever as much as we have in California, which is not a lot, but uh, where we're at. And then um, uh, what else? Now, I mean, in England, when I was when I was uh, learning there, it was, it was big, like, road work. I remember, like, at the start of the year in the winter, it was all about road work. You trot them on the roads, right, because it was supposed to sort of harden the tendons um, before you started, you're, you're sort of galloping and you're jumping and all of that. And I don't know, people don't do that in America, do they? Mm. So, I, I mean, I don't do it. I don't do it here, what I'm doing. I don't know if there's any science behind that, but I'm sure they still do that in England, for sure, because that was, that was standard. Everybody did that. Um, you'd sort of trot them on the roads at the start of the year, sort of after Christmas, January, February. Um, But I never, certainly... um we didn't do that and I've never seen anyone else do that in America so that's definitely something that's different. I'd also say in England you'd give them end of the show season would be sort of because of the climate it would end sort of end of September maybe October you get, get the odd event in but after that there's nothing right so the horses are go on holiday you'd just chuck them out in the field with a, with a rug on maybe um, and then bring them back in after christmas that was pretty standard uh whereas in america i think cuz you know because you you move to florida or or um yeah you're able basically cuz cause, cause you can move to to a, a a place where the climate allows it you can sort of show year round right so i yeah. think sometimes the horses don't necessarily the horses and the humans um, work, work year round. Right. Um, so that's, that's probably a difference too. I don't know if it's, I mean, it's better being a professional here, being able to work year round. Right. Cause you can teach and ride young horses and bring up the young ones and all of that. But, um, yeah, well, yeah, may, maybe, maybe the older horses don't get quite as much rest. I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a
2: difference. Yeah. A little, little built in, a <laughs> little built in time off there yeah. when the weather's that bad. The, right. um, the one last thing we always like to ask, like you, you, like we always like syndicates and things like that. Do you offer syndicates for horses? And if you do, do you have any openings for syndicates? We always like to, you know, kind of let people know if there's a way to help out or get in on in the sport. We think syndicates yeah, are yeah, great yeah. That, think, to, it's a great way for people to get involved in the sport, you know. For sure. For sure. Now, we're, we're
0: lucky here. We have sort of a few... um really supportive friends of ours who, who help us out with horses, but we're always open to, um, uh, more help and people that want to get involved and own a horse It's kind of, um, I think it's kind of a fun thing to do, go to the shows and watch them if you can and see what they can do. And, um, yeah, there's always, we're gladly, uh, open to anyone willing to help us, uh, and <laughs> do the sport, I guess.
1: yeah, Yeah,
2: for sure. Absolutely. Very cool. Very Very cool.
1: cool. All right. So, James, we're going to have a little bit of fun, and we're going to play Quick Fire Questions. Quick
2: Fire Questions.
1: And this Quick Fire Questions is brought to you by Taylor Harris Insurance Services. So, uh, five questions and just random silly questions, but you do not have to answer them quick. Um, But we do grade you at the end. So... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, question number one: favorite rider growing up?
0: Um, uh, Mark Todd,
2: probably. Ooh. Oh, yeah, good answer. Excellent answer.
1: Yeah, good answer. All right. Uh, favorite event to compete at? Uh, I
0: think Kentucky, right? And it's Kentucky, sort of in america in california uh we really like Galway downs we really like and woodside is our local one so those
2: two in california strong start Karen. yeah strong start strong yep start. yep okay
1: i can't wait <laughs> till people start saying uh maryland, maryland.
2: and maryland's gonna come, maryland <laughs> gonna come.
1: okay <laughs> um do you have any good luck rituals or superstitions before you head out cross-country
0: Um, what do I, do I don't really like. Um, if if things haven't gone well, normally I'll just change something. So that's not really, yeah. I I um, I, yeah. If 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 it's not gone great, I'll definitely just change something, even if it's something little. And if things have gone well, I probably won't change anything. So that's something. Uh, I kind of do. Um. I don't like to use anything brand new, I guess, like new gloves. I would never, I would never use them. I would use them probably schooling first or, or maybe a low level show first, right? Not, not a high level one, but, um, no, nah, nothing, um, no, nah, nothing, uh, particularly superstitiony really. No. Gotcha.
2: Good answer. Good answer.
1: All right. So if the sport of eventing was not an option, what other discipline would you want to do?
0: What other sports or... In uh, horse sports. Just... Horse sports. Oh, horse. Okay. Um, ah, probably... Uh, not dressage, probably. That seems like it would be <laughs> kind of... A, I like I like the variety of events. Probably like show jumping, maybe. I like horse racing is really cool, like jump racing, but ridiculously dangerous. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, yeah. <laughs> they they fall off and then get run over by a bunch of horses so that's
2: crazy yeah probably show jumping there we go okay good answer good answer i agree with that that jump racing yeah yeah that is uh yeah god bless you for doing that sport
1: (laughs) all right so so last question if you could ride any horse past present or fiction who would it be oh
0: that's a good question um oh uh, I'm trying to think back. Um I like Ollie Townen's current Ballamore class is obviously amazing, but he's also amazing. So I bet you it's not that easy, right? <laughs> right. Um, uh let, let me uh feel like I could give a better answer than that. Um, who have we got? Um just think uh, uh California horses, right? We found some amazing, um, like Chin and Juice was an amazing yeah, horse yeah. out here, here in, that Holly Bennett did an amazing job on because it was pretty psychotic, I think, but incredible athlete. Um, uh, yeah, like I feel like it just, could just go around the cross country twice over, right? right. Such a good gallop and spring heels and all of that. So that was like a unique course out here in California that I got to see a lot. Um, so that horse was cool. There was also a horse in California that I saw a lot. Our star, Christy Nunnick's horse. That horse was pretty spectacular too. And she did an amazing job on that. Cause it was, um, um, did really well at five star and it won everything out here. So that was a really cool horse as well. Um, yeah. So, so, um, yeah,
2: I'll go. Yeah. Go with those California horses. I Good answers. Good answers. I
1: like <laughs> excellent answers. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah, definitely. Karen.
1: <laughs> A plus plus. A plus plus, James. <laughs> you
2: knocked it out of the park. Excellent job. <laughs> oh. good, answers. good answers. Yeah, they were a good I like answer. the Toddy answer. I got yeah. to meet Mark Todd once, and man, I tell you, I was starstruck.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, but
2: he's a good dude.
0: Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Sir Mark, right? Yeah, I mean, if you get knighted, <laughs> yes, nice, it, yes Sir probably, Mark Todd, probably quite good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. So, James, do you have any advice for a young rider trying to make it in a sport?
0: um i think um you know i think it's a marathon not a sprint i tell tell my students that right like it's easy to get hung up on um doing young riders and and uh, you know uh, which is great if if you're successful young and all of that but that's not really like i think if you look at a lot of the best riders um at, at the big shows and all of that they've not necessarily sort of um been killing it when they're sort of 15 or 16 years old, right? It's more um I think I think I heard somewhere that um Jock Padgett, right, he's obviously um very, very successful. He didn't he was a bricklayer, I think, and then he didn't start riding till he was 18, or maybe he didn't start showing till he was 18. So I tell them that, whether that's true or not, I think I read it somewhere, but hopefully it is true. Um but that sort of shows that um you know there's many different ways to the top and um yes if you do really well early on um against your peers that's awesome but don't don't be sort of hung up on what people your age are doing and 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 just stick with it and and if you work hard i think um i think eventing is one of those cool sports actually where hard work really can bring you success and results because i think Um, a lot of sports aren't necessarily like that, right? Especially outside of horse sports. If you're not like a fantastic athlete, it doesn't matter how hard you work. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to play in the NFL or whatever. But horse sports is different. There's not sort of a men and women compete equally. It's not like a, there's not like a physical um, gift. You need speed or strength or anything to be successful. It's more, it's more your mind. And working hard at your craft, and um, yes, be- being intelligent about what you're doing, I guess. Um, and, and yeah, I guess there is a physical side. Some people ha- ha- tend to be a bit more coordinated and find it easier than others. But if you work hard, um, I think you can, that's really the key ingredient to being successful, I think.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Excellent answer. Yeah. Excellent, excellent answer. Excellent
1: advice. Yeah. Love that. So, Hey,
2: we'll start winding things down, James. We, um, fortunately the storm passed through Karen. So I, I think we're safe. I think we're, I think so. Thank God. Hopefully people went, hopefully the house was shaking there for a little while. I don't know if you can hear that. Um, but, uh, so as uh, so we one things now, before we wrap it up, um, we just like to always acknowledge any sponsors or supporters that you would like to, you know, mention, uh, on the show, just to kind of make sure everyone knows who's behind you
0: yeah um uh, we have uh Devaku. uh I use their saddles so they're awesome it's really cool but to um have someone give you saddles because obviously that'd be expensive if you have to go out and buy them so thank you to them and then Plat uh are a great company they sort of have um they do everything really they sort of um have a bunch of companies under them that I think they they sell their products to so yeah they they kind of pretty much everything they do and and that's awesome and uh finish line supplements that's uh they're awesome you know the horses are athletes so you have to um look up look after what you're putting in their bodies like like we do ourselves hopefully and um especially at the high levels right you know they need to have the right nutrition and diet so they look after that for me which is great um and, uh, yeah, I think those, those are the, the main ones. Um, I'm not forgetting anyone, but no, that's, uh, yeah. Very cool. Thank you for
2: that. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Yep, and spot. the final question before we let James go, mm-hmm. Karen, this is really a lot of fun. How do people follow along, learn about the writing Academy websites, social media?
0: Yeah, we've got a website at com, and uh yeah you can you can check it out and uh if you want yeah if you want to come and uh, get into pony riding horseback riding it's a really fun sport it's good good um way to get some fresh air as well and and uh and yeah and also have a have a connection with animals, which is really good for young people, I think as well.
2: Yeah. Do you, as a, as a, as a former working student, do you take on working students?
0: Yeah. Yeah. We do that. We do that. We, um, yeah, yeah. We, we sort of have, um, it's a harder situation, um, for us to take them on because it like you'd be better off going, honestly, if you want to ride a lot, some, somewhere else but if people come with their own horses we can definitely do that because i'm thinking back to my experience at bruce's i i would not uh have a, have lights coming to my place now back in the day if that makes sense mm-hmm. because there wouldn't i wouldn't ride enough and get enough exposure so i think you know we're, we're not a big operation like like those big guys big names like you know, like your Bruce's, your your, Philip your your Boyd Martin. So, I think for me, I would have I would prefer to to go to one of those busy places where where hopefully I'm going to get a lot more action. But we're a bit sm- more small scale. But if, definitely, if you have your own
2: horse and you want to
0: come and work a little bit in a in a fun environment and and uh, get some lessons, we can do that for sure.
2: Awesome, awesome. You well, call. you know, there's different different strokes for different folks. You mm-hmm. know, the way I look at it, and and not every program. You know, somebody may not, may not be a good fit for a giant program like that. So I, 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 that's why it's nice to know, you know, the different, everyone has different ways of doing things. And, and someone might say, you know what, I have a horse and I'd rather just work and work and get lessons on my horse. I don't need to ride a bunch of horses. So that's, um right. that's right. perfect. 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 So Karen, was this fantastic? Yeah, it was great. James, yeah. this is a real treat to get to know you. And we really appreciate your, you know, sharing your your unique perspective because we don't we don't get a lot of people from england that came over to the states so um we really appreciate that and we just wish you all the best thanks very much thanks for having me on yeah it was
1: fun thanks for listening we hope you enjoyed today's show to learn more about major league eventing go to majorleagueeventing.com and join our mailing list to get all the major league eventing updates cheers